What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of The Narcissist Code. I'm your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, better known as Mental Illness, across all social media platforms. This is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice. I'm a clinically diagnosed narcissist. And I use my platform on social media to raise awareness for NPD, get more people into therapy, and also validate the victims, survivors, and thrivers of said disorder, said toxic people, said toxic traits. Today's episode, we're going to be answering the question, why did I end up with a narcissist? How did I end up with a narcissist? How do I end up with multiple narcissists? Why do I keep picking these toxic people? Why, 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 why? <laughs> so not why I, not not I, not I personally. Have I been with, been with narcissistic women? Yes. But this is episode is about y'all. Why do you, you, not me. This is the question you ask yourself. Why did I end up with a narcissist? So yeah y'all so if y'all don't know who matt pfeiffer is matt pfeiffer coaching is a um a content creator on youtube tiktok facebook i'm gonna tag i'm gonna put his uh his at in the caption and whatnot but he said something transformative I'm i'm gonna play what he said on tiktok and i'm gonna just go into it real quick he said this right here we're attracted and attached to people who recreate the emotional experiences that we had as children we are attracted to and attached to people who recreate the emotional experiences we had as children. We are attracted to and attached to the people who recreate the emotional experiences we did, we had as children. And that's Matt, that's Matt right there, y'all. Like I said, uh, goodness gracious, that was so powerful, y'all, because think about it. He, and he also said that there is a common misconception that men end up with women like their mothers and women end up with men like their fathers. What if the father isn't around? What if the mother isn't around? What if they're absent parent? You see what I'm saying? How do you end up with somebody like your father if you don't know who your father is? How do you end up how do you end up with somebody like your mother if you don't know who your mother is? You see you see those dynamics right there. You are attracted to or attached to people who recreate the emotional experiences as you as you did as as your parent did, as your caretaker did, not necessarily a parent, your caretaker. What if both parents aren't around? You got grandma and grandpa, your aunties and uncles, your foster parents, whoever that whoever that parental figure is. So you can end up, a man could end up with somebody that reminds them of their father. You see what I'm saying? A woman could end up with somebody who reminds them of their mother. There is the emotional experiences that you are attached to. It's the emotional experiences that you are attracted, attracted to. You see what I'm saying? The parent who did this or the parent who raised you or do you, that you were mostly, mostly around, if they were toxic, you might be attracted to toxic, a little toxicity. You see what I'm saying? You know, that's where emotional maturity plays a big role in this. Emotional intelligence plays a huge role in your dating life or it should play a huge role in your dating life. Because if you have a, if you had a toxic manipulative parent that you are always seeking gratification from, that you were trying to get validation from and you didn't get that, you might, like I said, you never got that. You might be searching it out as an adult and in, in your partner. In your relationship partner. So if you had a mother, if you're a woman, if you're a man, and you had a mother that you could never make happy, no matter what you did, you may, no, you had a, like you could never make her happy. You, she would never validate you. She would never be there for you. And she, like, there was nothing you could do. To, there was nothing. Nothing was ever good enough for this person. You might attract, attract that in a, like I said, in a, in a, in a woman or a man, in a partner, whoever you're attracted to. Like I said, we're all, we're all inclusive over here. Whoever you are attracted to, that's who you, you can, as long as they, like I said, if they remind you of your toxic parent or your emotional experiences as a child, you might be attracted to that person. You might be attached to that person. You know, you might be drawn to that toxic person if they remind you. If, if, you hear people say this all the time, y'all. 
Why did you stay in this toxic relationship when, once you knew it was toxic? Why can nobody shake you loose? Like, no, why can nobody grab you by the shoulders and shake you and just be like, what the hell are you doing here? You know, why? Why can't people tell you this? Why can't people do this? Why can't people do that? Why? You see what I'm saying? There's a very unique space and a very unique dynamic that plays a huge role in that, in, the, in that right there. Why? You know, and because it feels like home. That's what people say. It feels like home. It felt like home. It continues to feel like home. This reminds me of my, this reminds me of my childhood home. No matter how toxic it gets, it still reminds me of my childhood upbringing. It reminds me of my upbringing. Like, you know, what I mean? my mom used to do this. My dad used to do, my dad used to do this. My grandma, my grandpa, my aunt, my uncle, my caretaker, whoever that is, used to treat me like this. So it's hard to break that bond. So in, in turn, if you could not make your mom happy, you might be trying to make your husband happy. You might, you might just exhaust yourself, exhaust yourself trying to make your husband happy, trying to make your uh, wife happy, whoever it is, trying to, you're trying to get favorability or some type of appreciation or validation from your job. You know, you have to, yeah, this is something you have to unpack with a therapist to understand, to heal some of these emotional wounds, that lack of validation and lack of love that you might've received as a child. A lot of times, yo, your child, yo, this is not just for narcissists. A lot of people's inner child is living vicariously through their adult version. The inner, the inner child version of you that never got this, that never got set up, that never got appreciated by a parent that never got, you know, just the parent never smiled at you, never hugged you, never cared for you, but not never cared for you. Well, some of them didn't care. Never told you, never told you that they loved you. No, never validated your emotional experience. Never did anything good for you. Your inner child could be seeking it out and trying to get that approval from your partner. Now you have to, in order to heal the adult, you have to heal the inner child. Y'all you have to, if you're not willing to deal with your inner child, you're going to keep getting in toxic relationships. You're going to keep choosing toxic relationships over healthy ones. Even if a healthy alternative is presented to you, it's like, damn, this is a healthy person. This person is emotionally mature. They're emotionally intelligent. They're emotionally intelligent. They're, you know, they're here for me. They're there for me. They're doing all this good stuff for me. They love me. They care about me. They 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 are just objectly here, you know. But then somebody, a toxic person, comes around and treats you horribly, and you go to the toxic person. It this happens, y'all. You see what I'm saying? It happens so much, and that's why you hear so many people just like, "How did you end up with that? Like, you left that for that? You left them for them? What do you do? What do you have going on? You can't explain it." You can't explain the feeling. It just feels like home. I don't know what I'm doing. You you get super frustrated. Your adult version is super frustrated, and so is your inner child version. They're like, it is just a it's just a, a huge imbalance in your mental and physical health. A lot of times in these spaces, it does become that, y'all. It does absolutely become that. It it is very uniquely just you know it's not toxic, but the relationship is toxic. But it becomes very difficult to get out of these relationships until you heal and deal with what you had going on as a child. And I know therapy isn't always an option for everybody, but inner child work is possible. You can Google it. Inner child work, inner child worksheets. You see what I'm saying? Things to help you. With. There's a lot of free resources on Google, y'all. There there are. You know, are they, are they gonna be as good as in-person therapy? No, maybe not. But like I said, anything is better than nothing sometimes, a lot of times. You know, a lot of times, something is better than nothing. 
The reason the reason I say a lot of times is not all the time because if you're doing the wrong thing, you can lead you down the wrong path. You know what I mean? If you're a grown person doing coloring books, you know, trying to heal your inner child, you see what I'm saying? I'm not, it might have been a bad example right there. It probably was a bad example. If your inner child needs to color a scary picture, color that damn picture. You know what I mean? Don't ignore me on that part right there. Ignore Lee on that part right there. You know, Lee don't know what the hell you talking about. I've been coloring. I had a coloring book for years. You know what I mean? <laughs> I had a coloring book for years, Lee. You were wrong on that one, Lee. How dare you? You know what I'm saying? A lot of people say that right there in that space. So that's why I tell people, what if once you are if you are dealing with a narcissist and you're trying to heal from this person, you're trying to get away from this person, you might have to deal with your inner childhood wounds before you can release this person. You might have even if your parent is not around anymore, or your grandparent, or whoever raised you, a caretaker, if they're not around anymore, you still need to heal that wound. You know, or you might keep going back to this toxic ass person that is treating you horribly. That is a very uh, that is a very, that is a, that's a that is a distinct possibility that they will that this will continue to happen over and over and over again because again ask yourself why would it stop why would it get better why and this is not me trying to be mean y'all why would it get better the toxicity you like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna throw some more love into this I'm gonna throw some more care into this I'm gonna throw some more affection into this and it very rarely ever works out of your position y'all it just very rarely does you know. Very rarely does this work out for anybody. That's why I want to help so many people heal and grow that it is insane. Like, but you have to heal and grow. You have to heal that inner child so you can turn into an inner adult. So you can be, you can coalesce and you can live, you, you can live a better life because long, you're going to keep picking the toxic people until you heal those wounds. There's people I talk to all the time when I'm doing my Zoom, my one-on-ones, my group coaching stuff that they keep they're this they're not they don't just have one toxic relationship they have multiple and that's so defeating because the, the thing about it's not, it's not getting into a toxic relationship all the time it's staying in it that becomes a huge issue because so many people stay in them when they know it's not right for them they stay inside of the toxicity even though even though they know they need to get out of it you mean they stay within it and that hurts a lot of people and a lot of people, like I said, that hurts a lot of people, and it it, make, it makes a lot of people waste a lot of time, waste a lot. Of, make, make, could we could waste a big chunk of your time when you know you should leave, but something is in you fighting to stay because it feels safe. It feels like home, even though it's not safe, even though it's not home. It feels like it. It's always feelings. You know, it's always the feelings. But you have to heal that, y'all. And so I'm gonna cut this thing short, y'all, because I have to uh, hop on a one on one here in a second. Shout out to Matt Pfeiffer. Uh, Coaching. I'm gonna put his tag in the in the description so y'all can check him out on all platforms or whatnot. Um, make sure y'all subscribe to me if you haven't. Why are you watching this far if you're not subscribed? You know, just come on, let's help all people. Uh, anyway, y'all, like and subscribe for more mental illnesses out. Peace. Thanks for making it to the end of my video, y'all. If you haven't already, check out joining the channel memberships for behind the scenes perks, uh, priority responses to the comments, and a few other things. Link in the description of every single video I do. Thank you so much.